Hello everybody and good morning. I hope you've had a great week. I know I have. Um, if you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. My name is Ariana Donovan and I'm a 21-year-old model from Saskatchewan. If you're not new and you're actually one of my regular listeners, then hi, hello, and welcome back. It is good to see you. Today we're talking about Brooke Shields, um, who was a model in the 90s, um, was the face of Calvin Klein, literally the reason why the designer got famous, and honestly was slash is probably one of the most famous supermodels of all time. And by all time, I mean from the 80s supermodel era to now, even though they obviously had models in the 60s, etc., like Twiggy, for example. Um, I think this is going to be something I do more often now, talking about the life of supermodels, because aside from my own experiences and others being talked about on here regularly, I think when you have a tragic backstory attached to a big name, people view it differently because most of these stories are not out in the open and you have to really do your research, which, let's be honest, most people, including myself sometimes, do not have the motivation to do. (laughs) So without further ado, uh, let's get into it. Uh, Brooke Krista Shields was born in Manhattan, New York on May 31st, 1965 to actress and model Terry Shields and to businessman Frank Shields. Aside from her family, Brooke had ancestral ties to multiple noble families from Italy, Genoa, and Rome to be more specific. When Terry Shields announced that she would be giving birth to Brooke, her family had actually offered her some money to terminate the pregnancy. Terry obviously refused and then told and then her and Frank got married, but shortly afterwards uh, divorced when Brooke was five months old. Uh, Side note, when Brooke was only five days old, her mother openly stated that she wanted Brooke to be active in the fashion industry as well as film, stating, she is the most beautiful child and I'm going to help her with her career. Terry became a momager, kind of like Kris Jenner, I guess, (laughs) and enrolled Brooke in piano, ballet, and horseback riding lessons when she was growing up. Brooke began her actual modeling career when she was only 11 months old, so you could say she was really born into this industry. As she got older, she continued her modeling career with the help of Aileen Ford, who said she actually started her children's division from Ford Models specifically for Brooke. She worked with Woody Allen for Annie Hall, the same man who married his adopted daughter, um, but that's aside from the fact, and her role was actually completely cut out in the final edit of the film. In 1978, when she was 12 years old, she played a child prostitute in the film Pretty Baby. Even the name grosses me out, but we'll get into that can of worms a little later on. Uh, For now, we're going to talk about her mother-approved nude photo shoot for Playboy magazine she did when she was 10 years old. Um, In this editorial, we see a young Brooke Shields posing nude in the tub with heavy makeup, as well as oiled up with baby oil and nothing else on. Gary Gross, the photographer for this publication, was paid $450 to photograph her nude with the unsurprising permission of her mother having been given to him. Brooke was directed to stand and sit in a bathtub with two of the images showing the young Brooke Shields being full frontal and completely exposed. In the same publication and issue she was published in, it was said it had a series of nymphettes, which is a fancy term to say over-sexualized young girls, though in the professional world, the definition is, quote, attractive and sexually mature young girls. And it doesn't even end here. Um, at the age of 12, as I said earlier, Brooke played a child prostitute in the film Pretty Baby, which honestly, the more I research her job history, the more I truly feel for her because since she was a child, her mother really had full control over her career. Who's to say, excuse me, <laughs> who's to say Brooke had any say in what job she took or didn't? 
Anyways, even though this film is openly regarded as controversial, it stars Brooke, who's playing a girl by the name of Violet, who is the daughter of another prostitute that lives in the brothel, Hattie. In the film, a man by the name of Ernest J. Belluck, I don't know how to, I think it's Belluck, Belluck, I don't know, some guy by the name of Ernest, <laughs> arrives to photograph the women, but when he arrives, Hattie and Violet are the only two awake in the house. Uh, Madame Nell, who owns the brothel, agrees he can photograph the women as long as he pays, and he ends up becoming a regular at the house. Eventually, Violet starts to believe this guy is falling in love with her mother and gets jealous. This next part, I'm not really sure how it comes about because I haven't gone out of my way to watch the movie, but eventually this Madame Nell lady decides Violet is old enough to have her virginity auctioned off. Keep in mind, she's literally 12 years old in this movie. There's a bidding war among regulars, but Violet ends up being bought by an apparently quiet customer. Her mother, on the other hand, is trying to escape prostitution and ends up marrying a regular. They move to St. Louis, leaving Violet behind but promising to return for her when Hattie breaks the news to her spouse. Eventually, Violet ends up running away from the brothel and it shows... Uh, sorry, I just lost my spot. And shows up on the doorstep of the photographer, asking if he'll sleep with her and take care of her, to which he initially says no, but then decides to take her in and they begin to have a sexual relationship, even though he also acts as a stand-in for her mother. They also end up getting married in the film. Side note, when Hattie and her spouse return to collect Violet, the photographer guy, I'm just going to refer to him as that since I can't pronounce his last name properly, doesn't want to let her go initially, but lets her leave when he realizes he actually wants, she actually wants to go with her family. Um, Brooke also worked on the set of Blue Lagoon at the age of 14, which also featured a sub substantial amount of sexual content, and eventually after her mom, Terry, realized she was on their eyes, Terry ended up suing Gary Gross, for the nude images he took of Brooke when she was 10, saying the photos could seriously harm her daughter's career. I just, if they can be harmful, why would you agree to it? Especially as a mother, that just, I can't even imagine, hypothetically, if I were a mom, allowing my 10-year-old daughter to pose nude in Playboy. That is just insane to me. But anyway, um, saying that Gross shouldn't be able to continue profiting off the images, even though Terry signed all the rights over to him in 1975. The Supreme Court dismissed the lawsuit, saying the nude images of 10-year-old Brooke were not pornographic in nature, except to, quote, possibly perverse minds. Anyways, guys, there's literally so much controversy surrounding Brooke, her mother, and the role she played growing up, but if I were to talk about everything, this podcast episode would be so long, so we're going to cut it off here. Moral of the story, you cannot be a protective maternal figure and exploit your child at the same time, and children probably should not be allowed to shoot completely nude and exposed to a magazine targeted towards adult men and women, if you roll that way. With that being said, I'm out of here. Um, it's so nice out today and I got things to do. So I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you all next Sunday. So bye for now.